Here's how the Auburn Tigers can turn things around in one year, just like they're doing in Baton Rouge. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And joining me live from Barbaritos, as he does every single week, Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. How are you? I'm excellent. Full of uh, Mexican, Mexicali, American food. Sweet. As you can hear the blender <laughs> in the background. All right, so... There, there's an amazing movement happening in Baton Rouge, right? We've talked about Tennessee and what Heifel's been able to do in two years, how it should excite Auburn fans, how it should get them fired up with, with this new modern age of college football and the transfer portal and all of that. You know, Auburn can get back to the top of college football in a short amount of time, right? Yeah. Well, you look at it, the team that's most likely to win the West right now, the team that controls its own destiny is LSU. Right, the, the toughest division in all of college football. And Brian Kelly, when he got here, he like barely had a roster. Oh, and yeah. I mean, people were ready to get rid of him two or three weeks into the season. And all of a sudden, after what he did against Alabama this past weekend, they control their path to the SEC West. They've got to beat Arkansas and Texas A&M in their end. So um, this should give everyone watching and listening to the Auburn fan a ton of hope, Charlie Five. Absolutely, absolutely. The blueprint, the blueprints there. Um, I, I think one of the, the the things that I didn't realize about this, it seemed like the LSU search drug out longer, and maybe it's because um, I think maybe Edo was fired earlier in the season or whatever. But um, sure. he was hired on November 29th. That was like a couple of days after their last game. Like it was fast, and I, I I'm honestly, I think that's one of the reasons. They were able to take – I think they had less than 60 scholarship players. They were able to go land a couple of bookend freshman offensive tackles and, and, and pull in some guys from the portal. December 21st is the uh, early signing day. I mean, that gave them almost a full month yeah. to rebuild their board, uh, their recruiting board, and go sign kids uh, and, and close, that, close out that signing day. Um, that that date, I mean, all, our last game is November 26th. Uh, we've got to have somebody in place shortly after that. I mean, do you think you, Auburn will have a head coach hired in November? I do not. I do not, and and not because I don't think we're going. I don't think we're not going to be prepared, or we're not going to, you know. Uh, we don't see that date as, as urgent. Like the, we don't, we're, we're not, we're, I guess we're dropping the ball. I don't think it's going to be on that. I think it's just because of the way some of the things could play out and the coaches that we're targeting, yeah. they could still be playing football that first weekend in December. And we might have to wait until, you know, some conference championships are over uh, beforehand. So um, I would love to have somebody, I would love to have somebody, uh, after 6.30 p.m., uh, November 26th, right after the Iron Bowl ends. But in all likelihood, um, we're going after a pretty high-caliber coach, and they could still be coaching 
on December 2nd, December 3rd, and like any coach worth their salt is not going to leave their team uh, when they have a conference championship to win. So, um, is that worth it? Is waiting that extra week for a high caliber coach that's competing for a conference championship? Is that worth it in your mind? Um, it, it is if if you're look, it is depending on the 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 candidate pool. Okay, the the candidate pool when you got guys like Lane Kiffin and mm-hmm. you got guys like Dan Lanning that you could mm-hmm. that you're talking to, and you got uh, even Deion Sanders. The SWAC championship is, is somewhere around that that same weekend, even though the season for him ends on November nineteenth. Um, yeah, like when you got guys like this that could still be playing, I think um, I think it could be worth it. Uh, it could get it just especially if they were to win the conference championship and then you hire them. Um, Lane Kiffin's got to have some help, but still, uh, I, I do I do think it's worth it. But it's got to be a really good coach because Hugh Freeze is going to be done uh, on November twenty sixth, and Liberty does not have a uh, conference championship. And you just saw what he did against Arkansas. We said. If, if that were to happen, it's going to be so hard to not look at him as a – I mean, he beat a team that beat the, you know, beat the brakes off of us uh, with a – Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, you, do, you think, do you think Auburn's in a good situation if it is Lanning, Kiffin, Dion, or Hugh? Are you, are you happy with all four uh, of those? We could not ask for a be- – I mean, I don't think you could ask for a better scenario for Auburn fans. Do you think it will be one of those four coaches? It's hard. It's so hard to say. Yeah. Because just honestly, because of the way the AD search went on, went, um, I would love to say, I would love to think that we wouldn't go past those four. I I would love to say those are, I think those are the best four fits for Auburn University. And you don't have to go past you freeze. If you want to give a run and take a shot at those first three, go ahead. There's no freeze is not saying no. So, uh, to 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 end it there, I think I think Auburn could be and uh, would be just so blessed to have any one of those four, uh, any one of those four guys uh, leading us moving forward. And the timing would work out on all four of them. You'd be able to recruit hard for the next twenty days, mm-hmm. and then and then the portal after that. Um, I, I don't know. It's it, Auburn. All if if it goes past those four, I mean, who knows after that? So. Yeah, I, I do always think it's interesting. Okay, what are we talking about and who are we talking about right now? Right. Cause it never happens where like one of the two main folks that are the favorite early on actually get the job, right? It just doesn't happen that right. way a ton. Which me, I mean, I'm very pro Lane Kiffin in this search. Like looking at history, like it's probably not Lane Kiffin. Right. Um, but this surge towards landing that's happened over the last few days, like I think that's very, very interesting. I think on three had um, Dave Aranda uh, on their board, which is interesting. I hadn't heard his name until Hoke put it out up there, so I, I thought that one was interesting. Which is a sneaky still, great. Like, he's a sneaky, like, he would be a sneaky awesome. It'd be great. Yeah, awesome it, yeah. It, it, it'd be great. So, I mean, any of the five or six that we kind of keep seeing, I think are going to be awesome. Oh, but yeah. the ones that, that I'm kind of thinking, like, outside the box, like, okay, well, what if it is another Brian Harson-type hire in the nature of, like, oh, we weren't even talking about this guy, right? Because you look at how John Cohen handled the coaching search when they went out and got Mike Leach, and yeah. he wasn't on any hot boards, right, right. When, when you talk to Mississippi State media. So I think that's what makes it intriguing. Um, you don't know where I just hope we, I just hope we don't overthink it, though. Oh, yeah. That, 
to me, it's it's very it's very fit matters. I don't care what anybody says. Fit matters. You could go get a a Luke Fickle or a a Chip Kelly or somebody like that if we're just trying to go higher. And if we're just looking at resumes and a name outside of the box, or, fit. or or or, or uh, Mark Stoops, um, how does that fit in the blueprint of East Alabama jo- recruiting Georgia, South Georgia, South Florida, Mississippi? Who who knows those? Who has those connections already? And right. you know, honestly, then you got the the whole Auburn aspect of like just wanting to, you know, I think Lane Kiffin's probably the only one that doesn't really fit this mold, but like one that wants to just kind of plug into Auburn, uh, that matters. That really, really matters. And um, I mean, I, you don't, we have no idea where Cohen and where Robert's head is at, especially after watching the, the AD stuff play out. And mm-hmm. the only thing we do know is that Roberts understand he swung, he swung big. He swung big. When you look at uh, the Arkansas AD, the, the uh, Miami AD, he swung big at these guys and Cohen, we're paying more for an athletic director than I think we've ever paid. Um, so that clearly, that there there is a go big aspect to to Roberts and, and the vision that he has for the Auburn athletic department. So um, we're still the premium job right now. That's another thing we have so many good options because we're the premium job available. And unless Texas is, it, is it the premium job if we win this Saturday? <laughs> I know where you're going with that because that could that mean the end of uh could that mean the end of the Jimbo Fisher? I, it, until I see it, I just can't fathom. I know they got the money. I can't fathom that a ninety million dollar check is going to be stroked. Um, because personally, personally, I think Jimbo is. I think he could get a if he could just find that quarterback. If he can find that quarterback, if he just says, "Hey, look, we're young." We spent a lot of money on this recruiting class. Let's keep them together. Let's yeah. keep that. Let's keep it going one more time. We're going to bring in a new offensive coordinator, and let's go find the best portal quarterback there is. There's, I think they could still be. I think they could still be pretty salty uh, next year. I mean, it's hard. You can't just. You can't lose recruiting like that for very long. You just. You just can't. It's impossible unless you're just completely inept. I know he's goofy, but I just don't think Jimbo is just a dumbo. No, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But could Carnell Williams get his SEC win this weekend? Vegas seems to think so. Do we think so? We'll tell you in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Nissan. This week's thrilling moment in college football brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers and vehicles as capable as the driver themselves. When I think of unbelievable on the abilities, uh, unbelievable abilities on the field for this week's thrilling moment, I went back and forth between Tank's touchdown run. I think it was a forty-one yarder, or Jalen Simpson's pick. And for some reason, I just I, I can't stop loving Jalen Simpson. I just can't huge do Jaylen it. Fan. So let's give it to Jalen Simpson. We're simping hard. Absolutely love that. So uh, this segment has been inspired by the new thrilling design featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you with the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available at NissanUSA.com. Charlie Five, we're broadcasting live from Barbaritos, where you got your gallon of Chipotle Ranch. Oh, yeah. It tastes great, but watching you eat, it's kind of gross, just because you're so just sloppy with it, but that's cool. That's It fine. goes everywhere. It goes yeah, everywhere. It, but it's delicious. No, they've got bowls, tacos, 
Quesadillas. Um, Dillers. Yep. I'm a big quesadilla guy now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got in the last few times. I'm traditional bowl guy, but yeah, be sure to check out um, our friends here at Barbaritos by the mall. And also if you call, they do a bunch of catering for tailgates or if you've got holiday parties or Christmas parties coming up, um, be sure to reach out to them and just let the store know that you heard us on this show and they'll give you a bit of a deal. So shout out to our friends at Barbaritos. I think Carnell can win this weekend, right? They're, they're favored according to bet online by two and a half right now. It's crazy. It just the energy and, We'll hear from John Samuel Shanker in just a second. Um, and him, him telling his account of how he learned that Brian Harson was fired was very interesting. So stay tuned for that. Oh, but I can't wait. The, uh, he just talks about the energy going into this game. And it's like, it feels like it's this massive rivalry game. And it's just weird because both these teams haven't been very good so far this season. Oh, yeah. This is honestly the battle of bowl eligibility uh, for both teams. I mean, if, Whoever loses, they completely have no opportunity, I believe, to uh, become bowl eligible. If they, sure. I think we're both, we both have the same record. But right. the, the um, emotion carried us a, a big uh, – emotion carried us a long way against Mississippi State. The kids wanted to be there. They wanted to fight, even though they, there were so many obstacles in the way. My only can and Jordan Hare is going to be packed. I think there was somebody shared that um, the the ticket prices for this game had gone way up because I think everybody wants to be there to watch Carnell coach this uh, coach this game and have a, a real opportunity to have an yeah. SEC win. Um, how far can emotion carry us? That that that's that's the interesting thing that, that that's what I want to see. How far can can uh, just just, just grit and desire, uh, and, and loving Carnell. How far can that carry us? Because it, it almost got us a win uh, when we didn't deserve, or we didn't look like we even remotely were going to have a chance to win a game. Sure. Uh, I want him to get an SEC win so bad because, like, let's just be honest. There's only 14 of them for now. 14 SEC jobs. It's very select few people get it. He's got an opportunity that he may never have again. He may never have another chance to coach an SEC team, and he's got a. I want him to get a win. I want him yeah. to have a conference win so bad. Um, and man, it, the 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 Vegas likes us. A and M's reeling. They seem to have a little bit of uh, controversy uh, or uh, division divisiveness in the in the team. Yeah, they're worse off than, than we division. were a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so um, maybe we can get them. Maybe we can get them. Jordan here will be rocking. Huge. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun game for sure. Yeah, and it's just Texas A&M. Like, they don't do anything particularly well. And it's like, I, I think Tank and Jarquez should be able to run the ball. Yeah. Now, Troxel's out for the year. You know, how, do, how does that impact things? I kind of like Brendan Coffey when he was in last week. Um so like I don't know how much of a drop off it is. Now if somebody goes down, like I don't know what you do. Like you, yeah, you just run out of bodies at that point. Um so so the depth there stinks. But um I don't know. I, I just think as far as how the matchups go, I think Auburn, you can talk yourself into them being better, getting better. I think they've improved. I think quarterback play has improved over the year. I think the running game as a whole has improved over the year. And I think the defense played its tails off last week. Oh yeah. 
And Mississippi State's offense is significantly better than what Texas A&M brings offensively. So I think we're much better built. We're much better built defensively to stop an A&M offense than we are to stop uh, a Mississippi State offense. I, and, and we for sure. for like two and a half to three quarters, full quarters, we shut that. We shut Mississippi State down. So, um, yeah, I, I like. I, I really like where we're at. I, another thing is the offense. Was, was not great, but we found things that could work as mm-hmm. the game went on. So that just means we know, like, we know, we know more about. I mean, we, we started on a Tuesday or a Monday or a Tuesday. We, we started the game plan with a whole new staff that's never called plays, uh, calling plays off not their play sheet. Um, yeah, I, you, you ha- we have more time. We've had more time to make it happen. So, right. Um, Looking for, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I'm excited to watch another. Is offense. it safe to say we're booging again? Oh yeah, I'm definitely booging. I was booging hard. Uh, got mad that we lost the game, which felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of, instead of relieved, right. or or wanting the the dagger to be sh- shoved in. Uh, I understand. Yep. You know what I'm, You know what I mean. Felt good. Yep. Yep. How can people um, find more of you, Charlie Five? Before we jump into this fascinating conversation with John Samuel Shanker. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five and the Locked On Auburn Discord uh, on the corner message board or weekly on the Dad Bond Golf Live. All right. We uh, mentioned it a second ago, but Bet Online is the best place to wager on all of your sports gambling needs, all the lines and props and odds that you could possibly imagine over at Bet Online. And we mentioned it. If you feel good about the Tigers this week, minus two and a half. Jump on it. The over-under is at 50. Seems a little high. We'll see. I would take the under on that. That is um, a very unofficial pick right now. But yeah, be sure to check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Our weekly conversations with Auburn tight end and team captain John Samuel Shanker brought to you by the Crawford Wills Group at EXP Realty. Uh, John Samuel, I'm sure it's been a crazy last week or so since we last spoke. Um with the news of Brian Harson being let go. How's the locker room respond? It seems like interim head coach Carnell Williams has brought a lot of energy to the program. Yeah. You know, the first few days were, were really hard. Um, you know, just all of the things that are happening and it's hard to really focus on, on ball at that point. But um, coach lag did a great job with that last week and just wanted us to, to serve each other in this university the right way. Um, and, and that's what the message was and will continue to be throughout the rest of the year. And um, I think you saw that on Saturday night, um, just us fighting for each other and playing for each other. Yeah, he says the word serve a lot. He, he said it in all of his interviews. Um, it's, it looks like there's a bunch of big old letters. As soon as you walk into the athletics department, serve is one of the words up there. What does that word mean to you? And what do you think it means as far as what Coach Williams is doing for this program? It's just being selfless and um, doing stuff for other people, helping other people, uh, helping our teammates become the best we can be um, on the field and off the field, uh, and really serving our community and doing what's right and playing hard for, for the people around us and the people that go to the games and um, that love all our football. So um, that, that's what I take from it, it's just being a selfless person um, in, in every aspect of your life. The, the game Saturday um, against Mississippi State, one of the weirder feelings I've ever felt following an Auburn football game. And there's been a lot of interesting games being an Auburn fan for a long time. 
but just the support that you guys are getting from the fan base. Um, it, it's, it seems pretty cool. What is that like from your perspective? Yeah, it is. Um, and to have that feedback and, you know, that's, that's part of the reason why we play. And when we went out, we wanted to make sure that we played as hard as possible. You know, you, you can't let down just because the circumstances aren't in our favor. Um, so our, our goal is to go out and play as hard as possible and serve each other, as Coach Lack says, and believe. And um, you saw it on Saturday. And that's, you know, part being part of the Auburn family, um, if I was on the outside looking in and I saw that, I'd be happy to just not giving up on the season or the games and um, just going out in there and giving it your best. Yeah. Has the tight end room, I mean, have you guys kind of banded together because – you guys lost your head coach, the offensive coordinator, and your position coach, right? I mean, so th that had to be a wild, wild uh, transition. Yeah, it was. Uh, but we have. We've been we, – we're a really tight-knit group already. But, um, yeah, just taking care of each other um, and doing everything that we can to make sure everyone's all right in the room. Um, you know, it is a struggle, and some guys have gone through it, some guys haven't. So um, just being able to help guys out um, when they need us um, is, is why we're here. and. That's why we're teammates. The biggest difference between this transition and the previous transition, obviously when Auburn let go of Gus, was the timing of it, right? You guys beat Mississippi State, and then the next day the news of Gus being let go happened. This happened on a Monday, right? I mean, how, how did they tell you guys? How did you find out the, the news yourself? I found out. I was sitting in Big Blue Cafe, and I found out on the TV, on the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Oh. Um, yeah, we, we had no idea. Uh, I was just sitting there eating lunch and, um, what'd you do when you saw that? I immediately went to my phone to text, uh, the tight ends and cause I didn't have social media at that time. So I, I didn't know, you know, if it hit social media yet. And sure enough, a lot of guys were texting me and, you know, the coaches didn't really know what was going on either. They didn't know until probably 30 minutes before we did. So, and then, you know, the day just kind of kept going and, um, we had a meeting later, saw Coach Harson, he said his goodbyes and things like that. But um, just a wild, really, 24 hours there um, from Monday to Tuesday. Did Coach Harson get a chance to address the team one last time? Or yeah, was it just did. kind of individual meetings? Yeah, he got to address us one more time, which, you know, I thought that's fitting. That's the right thing to do. And um, so he did that. And then Coach Lack came and talked to us after that. I got you. I got you. Your role as not only a tight end, but a team captain. What all kind of falls into that? I mean, that's a different dynamic, right? Yeah, and going through it once, you get a little bit of a feel for it, but this is a little bit different. Um, but it really it, – it doesn't help, but it really forces guys to come together and just believe in your teammates. Um, you know, we have the coaches there working hard, but they're also in this position together too. Sure. You know, these uncommon waters. So it, it's really just sticking together and helping each other out. Um, through this time and, and helping with plays and things like that, you know, not having coaches that you've had for the entire year there. So um, it's really just everyone coming together to help any, any way possible um, to, to win these games. Our weekly conversations with John Samuel Shanker brought to you by our friends at the Crawford Wills Group at EXP Realty. Whether you're buying or selling your home or a second home or an investment property, it's a significant life move, a lot of money, on the line. So it's important to hire a professional real estate team, not just one person, but you want a team in your corner to help navigate all of the millions of things that you've got to worry about when engaging with that process. And the folks at Crawford Willis Group are worthy of that. They know the Auburn Opelika 
Lee County, East Alabama market better than anyone out there. And you need to check out everything that they can offer for you. CrawfordWillisGroup.com is how you can get more information. My family used them. We will use them every single time we move, even though it's probably going to be a minute till that happens again. But CrawfordWillisGroup.com, be sure to check them out. John Samuel Shanker, Auburn tight end, team captain joining us. So the energy around the game this Saturday is an all-time high. I mean, it, it feels like a massive rivalry, like this this huge, huge game. Because, uh, I mean, just you're seeing reports of all of these former players coming to support Carnell and support you guys. Kind of this one last stand at SEC play at Jordan-Hare Stadium this year. Uh, it, it's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. I mean, it's going to – I mean, I'm so excited. It's going to be a packed out, sell out, I think. Um, just from what we can see from, you know, the people, um, whether it's on social media or just texting right. you and stuff, just – yeah, there's a lot of anticipation for this, and not necessarily just because it's A&M, but just for the environment that Auburn football is in now. And you're right, like the people that love Coach Williams uh, coming back. And, yeah, I, I expect a huge crowd Saturday, um, just really loud and especially being a night game. What uh, what has impressed you most about Coach Williams in this new role? I mean, he was kind of thrown into the fire here. Yeah, he was, but he's handled it well. He's super, like he's handled it um, in, a, in just a positive way, and and everything. Like, yes, this is happening, but we're still together. We still get to play this game for Auburn, and um, just his love for Auburn, man. He's so indebted to this place, and it's done so much for him. And you see that when he speaks about it, and um, he's been moved to tears talking about it. So it's really awesome to to see that and know that he loves the same thing that we do at this university. The energy on the sideline Saturday, I mean, him jumping up and down, him running back and forth. I mean, I, I can't tell what was going through his mind, but there was a lot of it. There was a lot of it. I, I can only imagine being in his shoes. But even like the other coaches, like I, I think Coach Etheridge like pulled a hammy or something jumping up and down a few times. So um, big change, I guess, right, from last week to this most recent week. Yeah, huge. Uh, just it's more of, you know, having fun, but they're also feel like they're part of the game and in the game, you know, that competitive spirit. Yeah. Um, and you can see that. Yeah. Coach Edward, I think it was his knee. I think that's when it oh, okay. Big, but he's all right. But yeah, just the sideline throughout the week though, that's how it was. Uh, we wanted to make it like that make it fun and um, just be, you know, be who we are and um, just play for Auburn and love it. And uh, I think we did that last week. Obviously now, even though we did lose, we do feel like we have a lot of momentum. Uh, moving forward, give us uh, give us some quick thoughts on Robbie Ashford. I know you've asked, I've asked about him over the course of the season, but it seems like he's slowly growing up. Seems like he's getting more and more comfortable within the offense. Seems like he's getting more and more comfortable with the speed of the college game. But once again, he he impressed me. Just showing moments, flashes of like, man, this guy, if he can put it all together, he could be really, really good. Yeah, and just you know, his growth throughout the year is unreal just to see him where he started to where he is now and he's such a competitor and um you can see that when he plays just how hard he plays and he loves playing with us and um he does love Auburn he really does and and, he, and I see that every day and yeah just his growth and him allowing to be coachable um because in that position you know it can be hard but he's done a great job he has he's grown he's probably the most developed player over the year um and hopefully sure. that continues John Samuel Schenker, thank you so much for your time as always, and best of luck this weekend. Thank you, War Eagle. 
You can read all my written work at auburndaily.com. And we'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.